Welcome to When Grateful Hearts Speak, a podcast about gratitude and empowerment, demystifying the myths of yoga, while connecting our community in conversations without condemnation. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. We are on episode number 10. I am super excited. It feels like a milestone. Mm -hmm. 10 episodes. Like, it's not huge, but... It's 10. It's like, 10. Oh my gosh. And how awesome that we're sharing our 10th episode with one of our own, Misty Peterson. Hey. And she is going to talk about her experiences. I'm going to let Robin lead the interview today um, and ask her all about her life and what's going on. Misty, thank you so much for doing this. It's exciting for me. I feel like, you know, we're just three friends sitting around having a conversation. Agreed. And, um, but I know that our lister, listeners are going to be informed by maybe things that they didn't know about you. And Agreed. just um, a little bit of surprises. Yeah. So I think it's, it's your listeners, you're in for a treat. So here we go. First of all, we generally just start our podcast off with letting our listeners know a little bit about who we're talking to. So Misty, tell us about like where you grew up how you came to this area, just anything you want to share about yourself. Okay, so I'm Misty Peterson. Um, I'm native to the Panhandle. I was actually born in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. I spent a lot of my younger time between Fort Walton, uh, Chattanooga, Chickamauga, Tennessee, Georgia area, and Wheaton, Minnesota, which is a tinier town than Baker. It is in the middle of nowhere, like, our closest, when I lived there, the closest McDonald's or say mall or Starbucks was like four hours away. Wow. It was really, really tiny. Um, uh, yeah, so a lot of my time was spent between there. When I was in middle school, we actually left Florida, went to Minnesota. We spent a lot of my middle school years there. I found out at that time that uh, I was dyslexic. My mom actually had me tested. Uh, the school was so tiny though that they didn't have the resources to actually take care of my dyslexia or even know what tools mm -hmm. to really throw at me so i got kind of left behind a lot and kind of pushed to the side because of that um, it caused complications i had weight gain i had uh, health issues because of it i had a lot of i guess you could say self-esteem issues because of it and um, that would probably be my first time that i started really like looking into health or even looking into uh, being active and I actually started running for a short period of time. I actually ended up losing the weight uh, and we ended up, after I lost the weight, shortly after, um, I noticed people started treating me differently. You know, I noticed there was a kind of like a disconnect in the world. Like if you were one way, you got treated one way. If you were a different way, you got treated a different way. And that kind of wasn't okay to me. Like, I, I didn't see that. I, I see, see people for who they are, for what they do. Um, uh, my time spent in Minnesota was, you know, of course, there was a bad part and a happy part. The bad part was the things I went through. The happy part was my grandparents. They were very loving. They were very understanding. They helped me through a lot. My grandmother was, like, the main person for why I cook. My grandmother did breakfast, lunch, and dinner. No matter what she was doing, it was always on the table. It was always done. Uh, my grandfather treated me kind of like one of the guys. He always took me fishing. He always did the manly things with me. He always was very involved in my family. 
Uh, he passed away shortly after we moved up there. It was about two years that we spent there that I got to spend time with him. Once he passed away, we moved back to Florida. I graduated in 2004. I started at Navarre and then I transferred to Baker. I spent the end of my junior year and the beginning, or the actually not the beginning, the beginning and the end, the whole part of my senior year at Baker. And um, uh, from there, I realized that I was just kind of naturally drawn to selling. I was naturally drawn to retail and being involved with people. So I went through multiple careers. Um, I started probably when I was like 14 um, in the condo industry. And I did housekeeping, I did front desk, I did pool attendance. Um, if they had it, I probably did it. Like whatever I could do, I jumped from like one job to the other. From there, I did ice cream. I did Pensacola pools. From Pensacola pools, I went to House of Brides, then to DK's Dancewear. DK's Dancewear led me to Men's Warehouse. Um, during that time, I also met my partner, uh, Mike Connors, who is an amazing man. Love him to death. Hi, if you listen to this. Uh, let's hope that he does. Um, we were together for about a year when I got pregnant. Uh, it was not planned. It was definitely a shock to both of us. It was definitely like, what are we going to do? Uh, we both did not want kids. We both were um, a little stunned. But hi, kid, if you're listening. Right? Yeah. Hi, kid, if you're listening. We both love you. Uh, but we both, you know, we did the deed. So we chose, obviously, to keep the child. And I love him to death. He is amazing. Uh, how everyone says they're going to change your life. They really do. Like, I don't know, the minute he was born, it was like something was different, you know, and I was like, no, I can totally be a kid person. Yeah. <laughs> but just to the one, just to the one. Uh, a year to the date of having my child, I started having constipation issues. The constipation got to where even when I bent over, it would hurt my abdomen. Um, I started having kind of like almost like a nausea, vomiting feeling. I couldn't eat as well. Uh, I noticed that there was definitely something seriously happening with my body. Uh, the first doctor I went to told me to eat a little yogurt, that I was a little bit irritated. So that's what I did. I ate a little yogurt and I thought all would be healed and be magically fine. Mm -hmm. Within a year and six doctors later, I found myself in the CCU uh, I was losing so much blood that my heart couldn't keep up with the actual pumping of what I was losing. Sorry, I'm going to cry, of course. Okay. Yeah. Ah! Um, by 3 a.m. that day, I had the doctor coming into my room, and he put his hand on my, my, uh, my, my leg, and he told me that I needed to call my family, I needed to call my friends, that my colon needed to be removed. It was septic. My body had destroyed it. My body had literally attacked my colon and that it needed to come out. So I was 24 with a, a year old baby, um, a new career, and I was having my colon removed. It was not something that I was okay with. I definitely was like, no, let's, can we do something else? Even as he's telling me that I don't have another choice, I was like, yes, but what is the other choice? There, there wasn't, there was no other choice. Uh, I spent the next four years with a ileostomy and a colostomy both. Uh, I had drain tubes, I had nuclear eggs, I had CT scans, I had a fistula. I've 
had Remicade, cancer drugs, like you name it, I've probably taken it, I've probably been through it, I've probably done it. I don't know half of the stuff that you just said. Like, I don't even know what half of that means. <laughs> it's, uh, it was a lot. They literally were What's throwing... A nuclear egg? Uh, eggs with nuclear, like, substances okay. in them. So you eat the eggs, and then as the eggs are being swallowed, they are scanning picture by picture, watching the eggs go down to find out where either the blockage is... Okay. Or okay. where there's some kind of disconnect in your digestive system. Gotcha. Okay. Um, at this point, I couldn't swallow. This was also before the colon got removed. Um, I couldn't swallow them. And the nurse was getting irritated with me. And she didn't understand. She's like, I don't understand why you can't swallow. And one of the doctors towards the end finally did an endoscopy down my throat mm -hmm. and found out that I had thrush from the top of my throat to the top of my stomach which means that my esophagus could not move. It could not do the action of swallowing. So even though the doctors kept telling me, are you trying to kill yourself? Well, the like, esophagus is very pliable. Yes. Because I've had to have mine actually opened up before. Right. it was closing up to where when I tried to swallow water, it came back up. Right. So, so this is something that happens. Because, yes, it's a know, real thing. Yes. It is a real thing. Yes. Your esophagus can mm -hmm. do different things it's yes. meant to mold and move yes. and you know that's and how the it thrush gets. was caused by what happened uh, it was an overgrowth of bacteria yeah. um I, I still to this day was it, it related to the colon issue I, i'm guessing there there was no definite answer um the colon stuff i think because i was on so many antibiotics and so okay. much issues yeah. and things over time it just i had an overgrowth yeah even to this day uh, if i take antibiotics i'm getting thrush afterwards yeah. like i know i am but i now know what to put in place it. right mm -hmm. I take probiotics I have fire cider you know I take and gargle salt, salt water ahead of time because I know like this is gonna happen yeah. like I don't have a choice so they thought you were trying to kill yourself they thought I didn't care anymore yeah um, I was 107 pounds at my lowest and I, I weigh 140 now if anybody comes to the studio um, <laughs> and you're so, how tall I'm 5'7 I mean, five, seven. Five, seven. Yeah. so at that weight it, it was, was unhealthy it was yeah, extremely unhealthy like I, I would like to be 10 pounds heavier now so like at that time that was extremely mm -hmm. I was nothing I was just they were bones there were no yeah. muscle there was no fat your it body was just, just was not processing no. any food it didn't there was no nutritional value the no yogurt wasn't curing the yogurt wasn't curing it exactly yes yes, mm -hmm. yes exactly wouldn't it be great if yogurt cured everything it would yeah. um yeah. and that was the other thing uh so once all this happened and i'm you know sitting either in the hospital or in the bed and thinking about all these things like okay how did we get to this point like how does nobody understand autoimmune disorders? How do doctors that have degrees and people with studies and mm -hmm. don't understand what's happening? Like that just doesn't make sense. Like we know how the body works. We know how nutrition works. Why are we not understanding yeah. what these autoimmune diseases? And educating people before they get to the point of no Yes, care. so yeah. I started looking, okay, how does the body work? what does the colon do what does the liver do what does the kidneys do and i literally went step by step figuring out what each organ does and then i went into how does food directly connect to these organs and these and the things in our body and what we need as far as nutrition let me down in a huge rabbit hole yeah, uh, that's one of our questions you know tell us about your clean living yes your chemical free as much as possible in the world that we live in i am and and that's kind of how you rehabbed I did. After your colon yeah. removal. Yes. So they kept telling me to eat clean. They kept telling me, okay, remove this, remove that, but wouldn't give me a reason why. There was never substance behind it. Just mm -hmm. remove it. Okay, but why am I removing it? What is the purpose? Mm -hmm. uh, certain foods 
sugar, dairy, wheats, they are an inflammation trigger. Mm -hmm. um, not everybody has the issues. Not every person is going to react the same to every food. But I would say like a, a wide, diverse, you know, those three things are going to affect. Especially the sugar, it feeds disease. It does. So, so sugar, mm -hmm. we're not even, our bodies aren't even meant to have sugar. No. There's no purpose. Not it, anything that's not made mm -mm. like that's no. in an apple or whatever. If exactly. It's something's Right, fruit sugar is different than your your cane sugar. It's well, a, I, I just I want to interject yeah, a story here about sugar, just so that go we for make it. sure this gets out. So years ago, um, we started when my kids were little. We cut out sugar and you know only did natural things. And in studying it and just talking to people about it at that time, mm -hmm. my, my children's music teachers, we lived in Georgia at the time, and his nephew worked at the Dixie Crystal sugar processing plant. Gotcha. Yeah. He was he worked on the floor as a supervisor. In part part of, in his contract with the company, they bought him new shoes like every so often because the rubber soles would melt off of his shoes because of the chemicals that were in the air of this plant from processing <laughs> from the sugar. processing the sugar. The chemicals processing the sugar. Right, chemicals processing this sugar tank that okay. stays. In it. So that was Ugh. his part of his benefits of oh, working there getting was new getting shoes. new shoes because <laughs> oh, they would not hold up. Mm -hmm. So um, this is why sugar is more addictive than cocaine or yes. other drugs because yes. it is a which it, it's we're not meant to have it right, in our not system, it. but yet our our brain love it. It loves craves it, it once yes. you have it. So just had to interject that there, just that it lights up that happy sensor. It, it, mm -hmm. it is a so that's why a lot it of is people, a terrible, terrible thing. Yes, yeah, so that's why a lot of people with obesity they tend to eat. You know, if you've noticed, they will eat more sugar because it mm -hmm. it hits that happy point. Yeah. So it is hitting you like a cocaine or something else. It's giving you that good feeling that oh, okay, everything's fine. I feel better. Mm -hmm. But the minute you stop and you crash, it's making you feel twice. And as so when you bad. when you're mind is trying to tell you that it's a comfort food or mm -hmm. you know whatever change right. switch that reframe that it is you know it is a killer it is a killer correct yes so. and the other two things um i'm glad we jumped into the sugar we have additive sugars now mm -hmm. we have sugars that are made from synthetics are made from chemicals one is aspartame aspartame you'll find in a lot of uh, diet sodas which um, is illegal in most countries it is yes so if, yeah it's either illegal or they have to put a warning label mm -hmm. uh, stating that um, it does cause uh, obes obesity cancer or uh, mental and I'm, I've seen effects. more highlights lately like I think I saw something on the news I don't watch the news often but I saw right. something pop up about aspartame recently right. I'm like oh good so People they are, are finally getting the message and they're doing more studies now and they're actually trying to connect the link between it and cancer of course cancer studies you know and aspartame they don't want you to connect the link right because right. then they're not going to continue to be able to sell yeah. it but yeah there's there's well, a huge and my link. husband had some health issues back he was Maybe I don't think he. I think he was still in his thirties, but he started having visual migraines where he went blind in yes. one eye. And so we went to different doctors, and there's, we went to like three different specialists. And the first thing they all said, and these were, you know, we were living in the Atlanta area at the time, so some were like local to the Athens, Georgia area, and some were in Atlanta. 
Right. The first question they would ask, do you drink diet soda? Yeah. That was yes. the first question. They all three asked, and like, uh, if they're don't all drink asking, diet soda. Right? <laughs> you know, don't drink, ooh, no, you know. So our bodies actually, huh. when you do drink the aspartame or even eat it, whatever it's in, our bodies transform that sugar into um, a wood alcohol. So a lot of people that have bloating or excessive air stuck into their bodies, it's because of this aspartame. Mm -hmm. Whenever it gets to 82 Fahrenheit, it actually transforms into a different chemical completely. Wow. So, and people don't even, mm -hmm. you know, and we're not, you know, we're not taught that and it's yeah. legally no, we're okay. Everything in the shelves and the commercials and the, right. and the everybody pushes you. it. You know? Which it is in small it's doses. Like FDA regulations, yes, this small dose, but if it's in a bag of crackers and that small dose, and then it's in fruit snacks and that small mm. dose. And then it's in cereal and that small dose. And then dose. You something you drink. And, and then you're adding all those together on. in 24 hours. You just went over the limit of that small dose. Mm -hmm. And they're not accounting for and that. And your body is rejecting it and overdosing by disease settling Correct. in your weak spot. Yeah, your body's trying mm -hmm. to fix it. So it's sending out all those little signals mm -hmm. and the inflammation and you know no let's fix this let's fix this but if you keep trying to destroy it your body can't fix it and my husband didn't drink diet drinks mm -hmm. by the way <laughs> that's good to know <laughs> but that's drink Dr. Pepper, but, not diet, but not diet <laughs> that's where our, our autoimmune disease comes into is your body is constantly trying to fix whatever is broken and it's sending so much out into your body that it, it's not it's kind of like the same as the fight or flight response mm -hmm. You know, if you never give it time to rest, it never shuts off. Mm -hmm. So eventually your body's like, okay, something's wrong. And that was with my colon. Mm -hmm. Like I was not healing what was wrong. And so my body was like, all right, we need to get rid of it. Like it's Just obviously it. <laughs> poison. We need to get rid of it. And that's what it was doing. It was shutting down on me. It was throwing it out, mm -hmm. which I needed yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. A hard way to learn an important lesson. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, I, it was a huge lesson. I, I, I'm not going to say I was a bad person, but uh, I cared more about my career and myself than I did about everything else in my world. And to me, and it wasn't like self-care, care about myself. It was like, oh, but I'm more important. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't okay. And I think the universe did kind of slap me in the face. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, well, we're going to check I'm you. I'm sure you how yeah. vain you can yeah. be. <laughs> exactly. And it, it definitely turned my world upside down, 360, mm -hmm. all the way around. Yeah. Wow. Well... I've learned so much already, and we're just getting started. People, I know. So. Well, so, yeah. okay, so um, you started cleaning up not just the way you ate, but the way you cleaned your yes, house. Yes, yeah, the things we Everything use. that we... Which to add, if anybody sees me at Burger King or anything, you know, you know we, please don't judge. Yes, like we still <laughs> 80, have 20 people, 80, 20. Uh, exactly. We still have Oreos. I still have Dr Pepper. I still have things that are nasty. I just know how these things affect my body. Yeah. So I know if I feed my child, you know, Red Forty, or if I give him tons mm -hmm. of sugar, he's going to be bouncing off the walls, mm -hmm. and he's not going to be able to think, and his thought process is not going to be the same. Like yeah. I'm, I'm aware of these things. So. We do still eat out. We do still eat fast food. We're not going to limit because the world's not ready for Well, and, clean. you know, it's about balance and everything, too. Yeah. But it's, it's being self-aware, you know, of your environment and your... Yeah, as, as, as our little um, goal of this podcast is conversations without condemnation. And we're not condemning anyone no. who does any... makes these choices for themselves, but just just is just... To this, this is information yeah. so that people can make um, informed decisions for themselves. It's not, we're not pushing anything down your throat to 
um, no pun intended, to, right. uh, <laughs> to, uh, to, um, to, to make you feel bad about right. anything, but just be aware because mm-hmm. um, your health is the most valuable. It's I mean, the only body it's, we it's, have. It's it, you know? So, right. we so, don't. And, and energetically, I've met a lot of intuitive eaters that, you know, they're not going to judge themselves on anything that they eat but how do I feel like, can I just take a look at this food and you know, how do I feel about it before I put it in my mouth? What does yes. it taste like when I put it in my mouth? Is it serving my body? You know? Yeah, just being very aware of it and, and not judging yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, if you, if you look at this cheeseburger and say, oh my God, this cheeseburger is gonna make me so fat or I'm gonna just feel so gross mm-hmm. after I eat this, like you're already condemning yourself you're already setting before you mindset. took a bite. Yeah. Right. You know, but like, if you say, you know what, we're Which I'm that's at the a ballpark. whole other podcast. That's, that's a whole other thing. thing. Yeah. For sure, but like, I'm at the ballpark today. My kids have to eat. I'm gonna yeah. eat this cheeseburger and I'm gonna, it's gonna do its yeah. job. I'm just gonna get through until I can get another yep. healthy meal. I have had half a thing of Little Caesars pizza and crazy bread and cake and had women stare at me and well I thought you eat clean well I do most of the time but yeah. when I'm yeah out in the about 24 7 exactly exactly but uh yeah that does lead um the food led to the makeup products and the clothes and the cleaning products and just how unnatural fragrances can throw your hormonal balance mm-hmm. just completely out of whack it can give you migraines mm-hmm. it can cause eczema it can cause rashes um, and speaking of the word fragrance like they label that as fragrance and they can right. put whatever they want to anything in there. they don't have to tell you what is in yeah. the nope. fragrance mm-hmm. not at all and these are chemical made fragrances chemicals. these aren't things that you find in nature it's not, a, things. It's not a squeezed no. from a press from a flower no yes. and we yeah. have to remember mm-hmm. that our skin is our Being largest organ, organ. Yes. yes so mm-hmm. it's yeah. just like whatever you're putting in you should also if you wouldn't eat it don't put it on the outside yeah mm-hmm. Like, if you wouldn't eat that lipstick or that eyeshadow, I probably wouldn't put it on the body. We can do definitely a a whole podcast on that because (laughs) that is just... Look at your cosmetics, people. The other thing that a lot of people don't think about is, uh, which I'm still bad about, too, I still haven't found a way to get around it, I wish I could, is uh, plastics and metal. Mm -hmm. Anything that you store in plastics and metal, it's going to leach. Your your metal cans, they leach into food. Your plastic leaches into food. Especially if you put it in the microwave. Especially if you put it in the microwave, yes. It's changing its components. Correct. Its you're heating it up, you're expanding mm-hmm. it, it's even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these are things that our parents didn't know, no. so no. therefore they didn't teach us. No. Like my mom no. still to this day will heat everything up in, mm-hmm. a, in a... This was information we really didn't even have to the late 90s. Like from what I've went back and researched and looked through, when the 80s happened and we had all these crazy foods and products and well, additives and, and it was they took the fat out and uh-huh. added sugar to make yes. it taste good right yeah right or they completely took everything out and they called it fat free mm-hmm. and sugar less and they were adding mm-hmm. those extra chemicals yeah. like the aspartame mm-hmm. to where yes there is no sugar but we're now we're giving you a new chemical that's going to cause more issues well a a word that if, if if you are not a label reader start looking at the products you buy and if it says fortified run away Yes. Fortified means they have added something. They have taken mm-hmm. lots of good stuff out, mm-hmm. and they have fortified, air quotes, they have fortified <laughs> the food. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I always With say things that are not natural. Right. If you're going to buy a packaged food, which, okay, so clean eating, I guess I should explain, is anything that is not packaged. So it came from the earth that way. So it is beef from a cow. It wasn't grounded up and mixed with a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it is an apple you know, we didn't process it into applesauce. Mm-hmm. You can at the house, 
But if you were to get it out of a store, you're getting some kind of trace of something else that was in. or whatever. Right, exactly. Kind of so. perimeter shopping, too. Correct, it's yeah. It's kind of a good rule of thumb yeah. at grocery stores. So Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So, so okay. Anything else you want to add in the realm of food, chemicals, before we get into And again, this is all like, this is stuff that I've really been interested in, in the last few years of, of my life. Too, and I have to have a lot of patience with myself, like you said, with the with the eating eighty twenty, you know, mm-hmm. or I said eighty twenty. Um, this is stuff that is so hard to rid out of your it life is. because every single product right. that we are typically buying has something that's mm-hmm. not good for us in it. I've been doing it since two thousand twelve. I mean, I still have stuff in my house that I probably shouldn't. I've and been doing it since the late 90s. Not so. <laughs> elder. You got to way drunk on us. Yeah. She introduced well, me to the makeup aisle, um, to in like different, in Ulta or whatever, yeah, like the yeah. Juice Beauty yeah. and stuff like that that yes. was more clean. Well, you know. and you know, when I started eating clean and recognized this, there was not things no. about, they did not have a section in the grocery store uh-uh. that you, you know, I had to go to, I had, wherever we you lived, drive. I had to go find a farmer. I had to find, like, I got together with other um, people and we did co-ops mm-hmm. so we could get our cheese from Wisconsin or, you right. know, we got, we, a lot of us started grinding our own wheat right. and it's, doing things like yeah. that because there wasn't anything. No. You couldn't find, like, a gluten-free bread or mm-hmm. a whole grain or, you know, forget it. No. And so um, I bought my eggs from, right. you know, a local farmer and, and just because, um, at, you know, once you learn this information... You don't want to go you, back. You, you know, <laughs> it, it, you have to find a way to make it work. You do, and, yes. Um, yeah. And so. I, I still could be better. Uh, we recently uh, sold our house and moved into RVs. And a lot of my knowledge got pushed to the back burner when we moved into the RVs mm-hmm. just because I was trying to be convenient. And so my convenience was biting me in the butt, you know, of... That happened every time we moved. You know, yes. we would have to eat out, and then you have to kind of got to get back on track. Yep, and of, that's what I'm currently know. doing right now. Um, I'm getting back on track. I'm restocking what I normally stock and mm-hmm. trying to prepare things and prep things. You know, take a day and actually prep some things for the week. You know, mm-hmm. prep little fruit cups or vegetable cups and jars and have stuff that you can just grab that way. Have yeah. snacks in your car that are already healthy. Mm-hmm. So if you're hungry, you don't pull through the fast food. Mm-hmm. You just grab the seasoned peas or wasabi peas or whatever is yeah. beef jerky. You know, anything that's you can put in the car with you. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And, and it does become easier when you educate yourself. You put it into practice. Because it can, right. this can all feel really overwhelming. And that's yes. where I've been trying to, like, give myself some grace. Like, right. okay, girl, you got a lot going on. Like, yes. I know this is a, a goal for you, but just right. take your time. Because you have, I mean, I don't want to say I have the rest of my life, but it is a process. It it's is. not something that you're can just gonna... happen overnight. And then you're yes. just automatically going to be chemical-free and eating no. wonderfully clean food all the time. Yeah, and then you'll find yourself, you know, two years from now, eating that again and then like oh I gotta do that again let me get back into the clean habit yes it's not giving yourself giving yourself some grace to make mistakes it definitely takes time yeah you don't always have you know we always can't make the choice that may be the best choice for us just given circumstances no and it goes back to the options we have too which the options are getting better I like that we have more food trucks popping up Mm -hmm. we have more restaurants popping up that are definitely 
um, associated with actually cooking their food mm-hmm. again and buying real food and it's mm-hmm. not being prepackaged and right. saran wrapped microwaved in, yes. in the yeah. back yeah, yeah. exactly so, like yeah. just bring me something you actually chopped yeah. and cooked please yeah. well and once you get used to eating you can way. taste the difference you can taste the difference and when you taste something that's processed mm-hmm. it does not taste like real food you can all you know sometimes like you can taste yeah it can it leaves a chemical yes. film in your mouth yes. or something which still no judgment so, no everybody yes, is on their own but, journey but it is your body becomes it, it adapts itself back yes. to true nutrition i agree and you know that helps you to make better choices you know i I mean so yeah well um so we could definitely talk continue to talk on this whole food chemical free but it kind of transitions well into the next phase of like like how gracie and i met you was through yoga so what what drew you to yoga what brought you to specifically maybe to Grateful Hearts, but what made you seek out a yoga practice? All right, so we're gonna get a little TMI. Um, I, with the way my system is, so I have a J pouch put in, and a J pouch is your small intestine pulled down, and it's sliced and then put into a bowl and then connected to your rectum. Okay. So I go more often, Um, it's usually liquid, there is no solid, I can tell you half the time what I ate because it comes back out usually the way it looked when it came in if I didn't chew. And because of these issues, I don't really pass gas like a natural way. I mean, I pass it naturally, but I can't just stand here and like people can crop dust people. That's not happening. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, normally, I've got to lay down. Like for me to pass gas, I've got to completely lay on the floor. I've got to go into some kind of downward dog. And I think it's funny that all of our yogi memes always you know show people, people like trying not to burn right exactly where i'm like oh thank you it's, this I helps got, process yes out of the body so i mean i there's had literally um, one called wind release pose yeah like when you hold one knee in it's called right. wind release pose i'm like i probably do that all the time <laughs> didn't know it was an actual pose didn't even know it was an actual pose exactly uh yes my so my last doctor uh she was I don't know exactly where she was from, but she was from some country that it was part of their lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just what they were taught from birth up until when she met me. And uh, she had spoke to me about it. She's like, you know, it helps with pain. It helps with the muscles. It helps with, you know, anything that's reconnecting. I really think it'll help with your mindset. It'll just, it'll help you. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, okay. So I started at home, you know, just doing little things. I started with meditating actually before I ever started stretching because I was like, I don't know what this lady's talking about, yeah. but okay. Uh, the meditating actually went really well. I found myself able to meditate for multiple minutes at a time and zoning out. And then I started researching more into the poses. And then I found the poses helped with not only restrengthening my core, because my core had been ripped open several times. Those muscles had been separated several times, but it helped to pass gas. So that was like an extra little like, oh, I don't have to be uncomfortable for four hours. Like I can actually, this is gas that I'm feeling. move this out. Because I used to think that I had something stuck. And so I would try to go to the bathroom, but it wouldn't come out because, you know, you sit down, your body adjusts and changes and it would pinch whatever was trying to come out. And it was just like a light, like, you know, like a light bulb went off whenever I realized like if I go into downward dog or if I lay down, mm-hmm. this is, this is good. The... So that's how that started. Uh, and then I, um, 
I wanted to get back in shape because uh, when I went through the whole process, there was a point where I couldn't even walk from my bed to the bathroom. I was so weak. And, you know, being 25, 24, 26, like I don't even know how old I was at that time, not being able to walk to the bathroom was like, how is the rest of my life going to be? Mm-hmm. Like, how am I going to live until I'm 80 or 70? Like, what is my life? How are you going to take care of your child? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't really have an outlook. So I knew I wanted to get stronger. I knew I wanted to um, try to start healing my body. I actually tried a couple different things. I actually went with um, Sonia for a little while. I tried to do beach body. It just wasn't for me. I, I, I really needed the community. I wanted people. I wanted the community. But at the time, I didn't realize it. At the time, I didn't even know what I was searching for, honestly. I was just looking like Mm -hmm. something's missing there is a puzzle piece that's not put in place Mm -hmm. like what am I missing and she kept posting things and I kept she is Gracie (laughs) kept posting things and and we went to high school together but you were a little older than me we didn't really hang out then Mm -mm. which I didn't honestly hang out with a lot of people I was in and out just kind of like passing I did from school and then Kirk ended up coaching at BAY. My son, your right? Son's so we team. passed then also. We did the books for our team, and yep. I was like, "Hey, Misty, hey, cool, hey what's, what's up?" up? <laughs> Nothing really. Uh-uh. Still had no. sparked then. And I was but on I my own journey. Each other. Yeah, and you were on your yoga journey at the same time. We yeah. both were like on a similar. I mean, yours went yeah. a lot faster than mine. Parallels, but um, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I kept watching your post, and finally, I was just like, you know what? That looks like fun. Let's. I'm gonna try that. And my first class that I came to, I ended up crying after the first class. It was. And like, she hasn't stopped crying. <laughs> no, and I haven't stopped crying. No, I cry. Yes, uh, all my students are like, "Are you gonna cry today?" Yeah, probably. I'm probably gonna cry for all of you. That's that's just what I do. Uh, I've already cried on this podcast. But uh, yeah, and the bug hit me, and it definitely was something that I found that I loved. It. Uh, you definitely changed like a big part of me. Like I hope you know that yeah. <laughs> you did. Uh, I didn't ever think that I would be an instructor or a teacher. It, it wasn't like I don't know. I hear people talk about you know. I didn't think about it, or it was never the plan, or you know there was. It was never a thought in my head, and it really wasn't. Like I knew I wanted to help people, or I wanted to be involved with people, but being a teacher to connect that never mm-hmm. connected and. Mm-hmm. So when you asked me to be in the training, and I was like, nah, and then I did, and there was a whole situation. The training actually went really well. training is what she's referring to. Yes. Um, and explain a little bit to our listeners what boot is B-U-T-I. Correct. So booty yoga, B-U-T-I, uh, means to unlock a secret within, and it's for feminine and masculine, both. Uh, we are here to just release and unlock whatever is within you that you have been hiding or that you have stuck or that you've been pressing down. That is the whole point of the practice. Like, let it out. Become who you need to be. And that's exactly what it did. Like, uh, this, this last year and a half has definitely changed me. Um, changed me at, at my home, with my son, with my partner, with myself. Like, it's been a... It's been a whirlwind, but uh, I love the practice. Mm-hmm. I wish I could like explode it to everybody and let mm-hmm. them know that like it's completely different from all yoga. It reaches like a primal, correct interior place that mm-hmm. you did not even know was there. I was just gonna say that yes, and when you hit that spot and you're like, I can do these things. Mm-hmm. 
It's it's amazing. And I have to share a little bit of testimony about Misty. Um, I took a class of hers a couple Saturdays ago, and I've been privileged to have a front row seat to Misty's journey through yoga, through finding herself, through through finding her inner teacher. You're gonna make me cry because <laughs> I'm serious. And it makes me cry because I just feel. I'm so freaking grateful just to be able to watch like this version of you. I'm serious. You just shine and you hold space for people and it is what you were meant to be doing. And it's so clear to me, like when I'm able to come as the owner of the studio, like come in and just <laughs> not nerve wracking at all, you know, like, no, but like to be able to have a good experience to where I can just be in my body and I can just be grooving with you and your immaculate playlists, you know, and <laughs> I love like, my music. just let go and just be free and feel embodied, which is what the practice allows you to do. You are holding that space for people. And, and I hear it from all kinds of students like, oh, Missy's so amazing. And they'll be like, she's like pinging off the walls. She's got so much energy. She's this, she's that. They just love it. And it's an infectious, joyful energy. And I, and you shared with me before, like you feel that way because you didn't think you were ever going to feel that way again. Correct. And so that's why you cry every practice is because you're like, oh, I get it's, to do this. tears of gratitude, you know, yeah. when you have been, you know, literally brought to your knees in stillness. Um, and especially like we said before with your health um, if you don't have if you don't have your health you know you're gonna have just tons of challenges and mm -hmm. and, and it, it 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 brings up a a gratitude that is hard to describe I'm grappling at my words because no, I, because uh, it is you know in and, and all three of us you know I've had my own health issues not to that extent might have been more physical uh, um, with the issues and things. Gracie's faced it with a with, with issues, but but, but, with, yeah. but but you've seen it also through the eyes of your child. Oh yeah, having sure. challenges that you know when um, which I think that's when, harder. As you know when Angel takes to. a step and doesn't have to hold on to the railing, it's like a huge mm -hmm. accomplishment. Yeah. It's something to be celebrated. And so yeah. that taps into that place of gratitude that is just, you can't contain it. Mm -hmm. That's why people say you're bouncing off the walls. It's <laughs> your gratitude that's filling up the space. I didn't have joy for a while. There was a, a lot of there was many years that I definitely lacked joy and mm -hmm. I didn't understand why and I didn't know where it was coming from. And there was even a point um, that Mike looked at me and he's like, I, I, like, I seriously don't know what to do for you. Like, you know, I'm here, I can do whatever you need, but he, he couldn't. Like, he couldn't do the mm -hmm. things needed. I needed to do the things. Mm -hmm. I needed to put myself out there. I needed to start, you know, relearning myself and relearning who I was because after all the surgeries and... I mean, I had to dress different because I had a bag, you know, obviously. And some people can wear pants and a t-shirt and be fine with a bag. I wasn't okay, so I wore a lot of dresses. And normally, in the past, I wouldn't wear a lot of dresses. And mm -hmm. so it's like I became a completely different person when the surgery happened. And then after everything was done and I was kind of normal, but now I'm not again. I had to relearn all over again. And it's just like completely different person every single phase mm -hmm. between before the surgery, during the surgery, and then after the surgeries. And, and true joy is an internal thing. Yes. It's not fulfilled externally. 
No. So no one can, you can feel, I guess, joyous in certain circumstances, situations, but really to be fulfilled in that joy, it's an it's internal. I agree with that. It's such a God-given right Mm -hmm. for us to be joyful. Correct. For us to feel joy. Like God celebrates us being joyful. Joyful. Yes. (laughs) Not, you know, not, we are not meant to woe is me. Well, and I was just having this conversation with my son and husband yesterday just about the whole victim mentality. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, uh, you can slip into that when you you have challenges in your life, which every single human is going to have challenges at some point in some form. And it is a choice to seek the joy and not to fall back into being a victim. I agree with that. Yeah. I do. I agree with that. Yeah. So, Booty broke open a joy into your life. It did. It's springing like a fountain. Yeah. It did. It brought it back. Um, (laughs) It it brought it back full circle. That's just fantastic. So, um, is there anything else in the uh, realm of the yoga world that you want to share if you haven't tried it you need to there is a practice out there for you like and i'm very interested in watching the front row seat of your 200 hour journey whenever that happens Ah! like the other well you know when you when you when you get that going here at the studio (laughs) i'll be right here yes you'll be front seat i love it that's great that's wonderful so yeah we've had kind of um this particular podcast because we do know Misty so well it's kind of a mm-hmm. three-parter I guess we've covered <laughs> right we've cut, covered two parts we are now ascending on to part three phase three yeah so and this we are going to be discussing um medical marijuana cannabis use mm-hmm. and um so tell us You've educated yourself. I have. Should, I guess maybe so. give like a little journey, a little background. Yeah, go ahead and just kind I can of do open that. this. Um, so uh, cannabis has been a big part of my life since I got sick. I was not a user before. I tried it like twice. And after I got sick, I realized I didn't have much of an appetite. Like through the whole process, from the minute I found out I had issues, through the surgeries, through after the surgeries, the appetite just doesn't exist. I don't know why. Could that be a part of the colon? It might be. Uh, the doctors don't have an answer for me. They also like usual. You know, they're. I'm not. Doctors are amazing. Y'all are great. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just add that there is a reason we for love doctors. And yes. We yes. Do. But doctors are human, and Correct. it is called practicing medicine yes because they are in a continuous journey of learning yes so Uh, i can't um, tell you how many can't even pronounce my daughter's disease when i first meet yeah yes no that's true that is no um i have found that um a lot of doctors don't have a nutritional background either right they have a background in their field and they know Mm -hmm. how to work in their field but they don't check the all-over body but uh which is crazy because Everything connects. <laughs> like, we have to have yeah. the nutrition yes. or we are going we to We are be. plants. Yeah. We need water, sunlight, interaction. Yeah. We, we need it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yes, so um, I actually had a family member that told me that I needed to start smoking. They just okay. blatantly were like, you need to smoke. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. That's fine. <laughs> uh, my relationship with them when I was younger, which I won't get too much into it because I don't know if the person wants me to divulge all their information to. <laughs> but uh, I didn't really have a positive relationship with it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I was very just kind of not against it, but I was just like, mm, not for me. Yeah. But I don't know how many of us had a positive relationship. If we tried it when we were right. younger, it probably wasn't very positive. Probably wasn't. Um, no, because the two times I did try it when I was younger, I think the first time nothing happened, and the second time I was so high I got nauseous. So it, it's definitely a balance in figuring it out. But uh, I tried it, and it made me hungry, and I could eat for the first time. So it became my go-to for eating at first. And when I realized that it worked for eating, then it became my go-to for, you know, my, um, my pain. And then when I realized it worked for pain, it was like, okay, well, this works. So miraculously on these two things, what else could it work on? Mm -hmm. So then I went into, you know, why does this work this way? You know, what is it hitting? What is it connecting with? What is it actually doing to my body? What is the science behind it? And, um, through my use, I was able to get off uh, two different colon medication, or not colon, I guess you could say what I had left of my rectum and my small intestine. They still had me on medications in case anything was to travel up or if I was to get Crohn's or something else. Uh, it took me off that. It took me off uh, anxiety medication. It took me off pain medication. It took me off muscle relaxers. It took me off depression medication. All of this was done with doctors. All of this was done very um, controlled. Mm -hmm. uh, every medication was different getting mm -hmm. off of, and I had to kind of regulate what I needed to do now mm -hmm. and not having that medication. We're, we're wanting to dispel the stoner image to a more scientific correct uh, look at this. Right. So, and that's, you were a your approach to my approach this into your life was from a scientific yes. medical point not how can i help myself i just want to stay stoned and not right life mine was how can i function in the world without having to take a bunch of chemicals yeah that's where i was at mm -hmm. i wanted to know what other uses i could use this for to be able to function in a daily life and not be in pain or not you know have any kind of muscle spasms or be able to eat or you know be mm -hmm. able to relax and it did that for me uh, throughout I think it was two years it took for me to get off everything but it I am completely off mm -hmm. all chemical medications um, I do take supplements still I mean I take my turmeric and my magnesium and you know the normal stuff but again back to natural plants being correct our medicine, our medicine yes because mm -hmm. every yeah. plant out there does something for yes. the body mm -hmm. Right. And um, our bodies are created mm -hmm. to receive it and use it for Correct. our good. Correct. Yeah. So. so, yeah. So, I can say I became a heavily user probably like 2015 is when I did. Mm -hmm. um, as soon as it became legal in Florida, I was at the front door to be in there. Um it's just it's been a lifesaver it's definitely not what people think it is i mean yes you can just like anything else you can, can over medicate yes, yes. It, like it, yeah. mm -hmm. people abuse pain medications people mm -hmm. abuse xanax people yeah. abuse adderall it's just you know like anything else you have to maintain and it. you again have to know your own body mm -hmm. know that you know maybe even though um there's controversy about whether it's addictive or not you can be addicted to it the feeling that you get but right. like Technically, from my understanding, you can't really get addicted Correct. to it. Right. But um, it is. You're not going to have not the gateway drug that we were told 
in the just say no campaigns right. for decades. Mm-hmm. I guess it still continues, but yeah. it is not that. It's not. It's not right. in the category our, that it's classed. As our research in. expands and grows, now we know. You know, back then, like our parents didn't know any better mm-hmm. using Tupperware no. in the microwave. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. now we know that it's not a gateway. Mm-hmm. Like right. People are saying mm-hmm. like it's not right. going to make you. But that was the thing. Like, if you try this, you're gonna try cocaine. You're gonna do everything. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I I don't want to do cocaine. I don't want to yeah. do heroin. Yeah. You, you've not been. <laughs> and you have described you know. yourself as a heavy user. I am. I am. Of I can say that as soon as my feet hit the floor in the morning, um, there were many different ways to ingest yeah. or smoke. We or have topical. lots of questions. Yes. So many. This. So let's just let's just go there. Tell yeah. us what you know about. Um, the ways that it can be used. It can be used. Okay, yes. so the different ways it can be used. Uh, the traditional is flour, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, the flour now these days out of the dispensary, or even I know some people still do street flour. Flour uh, as in like baking flour, which are talking uh, about? We're talking about actual flour, like uh, cannabis flour, like the actual like the plant flour. Like the flour, the plant. Yes, the flour off the plant. The flour you would use to actually get the benefits if yes. you were to uh, ingest it or smoke it or any of the above. Mm, okay. So the first is the flour, and you can uh, smoke that. Um, you can smoke it multiple ways. You know, there's rolling it up, there's pipes, there's all kinds of options. Next, you have your concentrates. Your concentrates are going to be um, higher in doses. They are going to be uh, keefs, dabs, there's crumble, there's shatter, and all of these are just a high concentrated. So they're either compressing or they're, and now I'm going blank, they're removing the oil from the plant. So you no like longer ex- have extraction correct. from the plant. Yes, and um, there's there's that, and then there's also your oils, your tincture oils. Your oils will not be as potent as your your crumbles, your keefs, your shatters, which are uh, your. Sh- I'm like now I'm getting off track. Your your keefs, your shatters, and your crumbles are a, a smokable, is what they are. You would put them on either a glass pipe, or you can add them to your flour that you would smoke with to intensify the flour. The oil is something you can add topically. You can take it to ingest it. You can put it in teas. You can bake with it. They also I think they, you can make butter. You can out of it. Mm-hmm. You can um, you can do all kinds of edibles. Or you can mix it with a cream and put it on your body. Correct. Yep. Different. So that they have uh, the extracts and the actual syringes are the Rick Simmons oil, mm-hmm. which actually was created to treat cancer lesions. He created it himself to create to treat his own mm-hmm. cancer lesions. It did work. Mm-hmm. There is proof. You can look it up. You can look Rick Simmons up, all the information. Then there's distillates, which are going to be a clear instead of the full extract of the plant, so you're not getting all the benefits out of it. Uh, both of those can be used in edibles. They can be used topical. They can be used uh, in pens to be smoked. Like The options are crazy to what it was mm-hmm. many years ago. Many years ago, you know, it was this just... This is not the weed that you were, that was passed around. This is not 1950. In, in, yeah, <laughs> in the parking lot after class. I've, I've heard it explained from people um, at a higher generation that they would roll up multiple, you know, like like six or 10. Yeah. Right, but they'd roll up six or 10 and they'd smoke a couple where now they roll up one and take two puffs. Wow. 
So that that's how I hear the differences. Okay. I mean, it's yeah. always been strong for my generation. Mm -hmm. I've never had to experience, you know, too much of a difference, but that's what I hear from them. Yeah, well, I come from a, a different generation, mm -hmm. so, um, yeah. yeah, it was different. It was different. I was in high school. They it is now for sure. They now they now put certain plants in with the weed plants. They now put, you know, where and how they grow them, the temperature. It, it all affects the crystals and the high you're going to get or the benefits that you're going to get from the plant. So there definitely is multiple factors, options. options. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, you know we've. In, in, in recent years, especially with the medical legalization of it, in most states now have some level of um, availability in a, in, from, from a legal standpoint, even though it's still not federally, federally. Uh, legal. Which two CBD strands are federally. They have okay. approved two CBD okay. strands. We do have, um, excuse me, guys, I'm trying to find what those strands were real quick for y'all. And I can't find them. Anyways, they do have two that are actually approved, and they're for epilepsy and if she seizures. So interject I will here, so. bring it back up, but they're um, for well, seizures, no. ep epilepsy, um, diseases that are directly connected to the endocannabinoid system. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They help to regulate it. So we have an, a system within our body that actually releases inflammation, hormones. Uh, cortisol you know it regulates your stress it regulates your pain it regulates how you're sensing how you're feeling uh, just it does all these regulations we want to emphasize that our bodies are created with these cannabinoid receptors so we have actual receptors. in our body our bodies are made mm -hmm. created to benefit they only light up from from the THC this and CBD particular yeah. plant Correct. that was also created and given to us yes. and it is not the evil um yeah i don't material just, that the devil's lettuce yes that people it think is, it is it's not it is it, it our our bodies are literally made yes to receive this one plant to help us with a like is is Misty just mentioned you know like epilepsy and mm -hmm. cancer and not you know and there's disclaimers about this stuff everywhere yeah she's still because have it's something. not like gone through the it's not snake FDA yeah. you know approved um, but science has proven mm -hmm. that you can um, find studies from other countries not can, our U.S. yes and, and do you know has, always as we always say on here no matter what we're talking about research for yourself you be your own educator and advocate yes, to yes. learn that this is um you know you don't want to like say oh it's it's the miracle cure but it does it can it's a big helper it covers a lot of of things yes well, what i don't understand is after all of these issues that you have gone through, these the anxiety, the pain, the, the nausea, the not having an appetite, you know, and, and finding that this one thing helps you with all of those Everything, things, yeah. and it still isn't technically legal, but what has alcohol done for our bodies? 
Nothing. What does it help you with? Nothing. Does it relieve? It doesn't relieve any anxiety mm-hmm. for me. Like <laughs> the the only I'm alcohol. Up with a hangover yes. And then you know. No, I agree with you. The only alcohol that you could say would be a wine based, you know, or a mead. It can have mm-hmm. some benefits, but other than that, the rest of it doesn't. It has yeah. no benefits, but yet that's legal everywhere. Yeah, right. Like if you have a little red wine, it's supposed to help open the, right. the arteries and stuff mm-hmm. like but that. But it's also but accepted also everywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can go to a baby shower and see oh, you're expected alcohol. To drink yeah, right. You go. Yeah. But if you went to a baby shower and they said the they, cocaine's down the hall and the weeds in the yeah, bathroom, yeah. and the, it would no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. not okay. Not so, at all. so, but yes, it's um, it's it's not what it used to be, and I, I'm glad that we're talking about it, and I definitely want to change the stigma. Um, I'm ready to be open about it. I think everybody around me pretty much knows, uh, but it does, like you said, it connects directly with a system in our body. We actually have receptors in this endocannabinoid. Sorry, guys, I cannot say <laughs> it this is word a today. Word to say. It Look is. Look it up and try to say it. Exactly. Endocannabinoid. <laughs> Thank you. She's got it. She's got it. It is a cell signaling system. Uh, It's like a roadway for your body. It delivers messages back and forth. And so it helps, the system helps with your sleep, your mood, your appetite, your memory, your reproduction, your fertility, all these things. It's not the brain cell killer. No. So that has been publicized no, exactly it's not i mean it does give you a, i mean if you smoke too much if you over medicate it does give you a little memory loss but, but so does any other yes but once you yeah come off of that it comes right back i mean you it can, doesn't you, go away forever with eating certain foods and mm-hmm. things too so it's not like it's sugar sugar yeah. can put you in a comatose yes, it yes. can completely make you exactly sluggish like a sloth mm-hmm. to where you yeah. want to do nothing yes it's um so I think this is one of your questions, but there are different strains. There's different strands. Yes. There's different things that offer different benefits. Like that, like you said there, I think you were reading it to me. There was mm-hmm. one that causes relaxation well, this, yeah, and less anxiety. Sativa, and indica, and the hybrid. Others so that you help you kind of, kind of be more open and creative. Correct. So tell me what you know about that. So the cannabis itself, um, fun fact, um, weed is the plant. And then your cannabis is actually the flower on the plant, you know, and it creates the substance, the the sticky substance, the the fun substance. And it's what you could say gets you high. Um, It also produces CBD. CBD does not get you high. Right, exactly. I want you to explain, because the buzzwords right now, because it is becoming legal, mm-hmm. are C- we know CBD and THC. See, we have but sativa are, and indica. And there's many more components, there cannabinoids. Is. Is there that is. That? Cannabinoids, yes. Yeah. So. Yes. So within the plants, um, like they were saying, you, you will have, you can have uh, your indica, your sativa, your hybrid. We're now learning that... And this won't help people in the dispensary, but we're now learning that that's not even really the right way to determine them anymore because most plants that do produce a THC are sativa, technically, which a lot of people are going to be screaming at me, but it's true. Look it up. Um, And whether it gives you a down feeling, uh, indica in the couch, or if it gives you a sativa, an uplifting high feeling, actually is usually dependent along of the terpenes that are actually mm-hmm. in the flower and these can come Which from explain about so terpenes terpene. are in 
everything. Terpenes are in your food. Terpenes are in uh, animal product byproducts. You can, if you can smell it, it's probably it's a terpene. And aroma, um, aroma therapy is if you use essential also, oils. That's yeah. That's terpene. similar to a terpene. Yes. Yes. Similar, yes. yes. Uh, so the terpenes. There it was. <laughs> Terpenes are naturally occurring chemical compounds found in a plant and some animals. There you go. Mm -hmm. uh, they are responsible for aromas, flavors, also certain colors associated in vegetables. And when you add these terpenes in with the flower, the plant, the cannabis, it actually completely changes the benefits you'll get from it. So it can enhance. It can. Mm -hmm. So you know, it doesn't just make it smell pretty. Correct. Yeah. So kind of like when you smell lavender, how it relaxes you. This mm -hmm. would do the same thing. Certain things are grown within these plants or grow next to them, or the plant produces it itself. That will Which actually is a give you in itself. Like it gives just, you extra benefits. in nature. Yes. Yes. Um, and it's like you said, same thing that's found in essential oils. It's exactly the same product. It's, you know, it's terpenes. Mm -hmm. They're out there. Uh, but uh, so, yes, yeah, so it produces the terpenes. Um, they also help. So you'll notice that a lot of the dispensaries are actually posting the different terpenes now within the strands. Because if, even if it's a different strand, there's thousands of strands now. Like if I sat here and went through them all, we would be here till the end of the day. Mm -hmm. um, the best thing I can say is you can research, even if your dispensary doesn't have a great description, you can Google it real quick and just, you know, put the name in and it'll pop up and you can get all the information mm -hmm. because they have crossbred so much stuff to do so many different things now. There's Which is still all natural and which mm -hmm. is just improvements on whatever, what is already great. Right. It'd be like so taking your vegetables and, you know, seasoning crossing. it and doing things with it to Correct. make it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's just great. That's such. It's, 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 it's amazing. But, um, with, uh, how did you go about attaining yeah. your card? I think that was one of her next yeah, questions. Yeah. That was the next thing I was going to ask so, is like, well, we just want to make, you know, people aware. If you're not aware, yes. it is legal <laughs> it's in legal Florida. It's legal and, um, and there is a process to attaining a medical marijuana card. There is. But it's, but it's not, it's a painless process. It is, it, which now, we had so. different experiences. Yes, so, we, yes. So, so I, I also, disclosure, I have a medical marijuana card. Yes, there's two of us here. So, and um, I feel left out. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, so, so just let's so just my, tell our listeners what my the experience process is. Um, I, I ended up just looking online personally. I, I, I literally just looked up um, a cannabis doctor and it popped up with everything mm -hmm. around me. Uh, you do have your private practices or you do have your corporations just like anything else. I would definitely shop around. Every doctor. I shopped around and found I saved a hundred dollars on my initial visit mm -hmm. just by shopping around. So, yes. Um, definitely yeah. do. Don't be afraid to shop around. You know, if you don't like the doctor's vibe or if you don't like the price, you know, you can find someone else. But and this find, was almost eight years ago, right? That you were looking for your. I'm like my son was four, I think. So almost wow. ten years ago. Wow. Like the minute it became legal in Florida, I think I was at their door four mm -hmm. months later. It's, um, I, I was ready. I, I was, I also, I guess I should add, I also had a battle with my son. He also has ulcerative colitis mm -hmm. and he had a lot of issues also. And that was really what sent me 
really down into what is going on with our food, like mm -hmm. add that 30 minutes later. But um, he had a lot of issues. He also had the bleeding and he had the, uh, you know, the colon issues, but I was able to reverse his. I was able to stop the progression through food. Um, he knows how to eat now. He knows what all his issues are. He knows the correct terminology for his intestine, like everything. Which is more than he would have learned in school about his own body. Completely. So. Completely. And just like you were speaking about uh, being dyslexic, you have to learn. It's it, having being being diagnosed with dyslexia is not like a, you know a doom call no. that your life's over. Right. And and as well as with a health issue, correct. You you must learn, and I cannot stress enough about being your own advocate when it 100%. comes to education. When it comes to medicine, mm -hmm. you you must be your own advocate i agree with you there 100 mm -hmm. percent. Uh, i don't i don't think i'd be here with y'all today if i didn't mm -hmm. if i didn't it, yeah tell my you know my and, family and fortunately you didn't try smoking like your family member said exactly well, well, well certainly we have a wealth of information at our fingertips that we, we carry around with us everywhere we go we do so, it's like we have um, the internet and we use yeah. it for so many use it things for good. why not yes. use it to educate mm -hmm. yourself because it's there so if you need it and you're struggling with any issues that you feel like you would benefit from, you first have to look up the doctor mm -hmm. that is services your area. Correct. You can shop around. You can find Which you can go to cheaper. any city. I mean, my doctor's in Pensacola. There's mm -hmm. tons of doctors in Crestview. Um, you know, you can, uh, once you find the doctor you want, you would just have your medical records sent over for whatever disorder it is. Not yes. everything is checked off in the state of Florida, you know. But there is also a list, if you there just, is. again, Google it, there's a list of, there is. of, of uh, symptoms, issues that that it's uh, approved to Because uh, it's to, definitely, because um, so. Crohn's is approved, but ulcerative colitis is not. So I got I got approved for other reasons, but mm -hmm. it just it befuddled me that they're almost the exact same disease, they're just in two different parts of the body. So, and my main motivation of getting for getting it was because of the feet and ankle issues that I have, um, and and it they seem to no matter what I do they continue to haunt me and and it's pro been so prolonged so that that's like, when I talked about it it was like you know we know this is available to help you need to do this why not try and everything that's so out there? I actually use a cream mm -hmm. you know and. Um, you know, trying to see how well it works. And it doesn't mask the pain. Correct. So that's, you know, an opioid is going to wipe you out and mask, and mask the pain. It's also very legal. So, so it, very yes. much so. And you can, um, you could injure yourself mm -hmm. uh, because it masks the pain. That's why I always say, yeah. This does not mask the pain. No, you're still aware. I'm aware, but I can actually fu have function. function and enjoy my life and have a better quality of life because of it. I love that you said that because I always say this. I always say it doesn't completely take it away. It makes you forget about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's one of those things because, mm -hmm. like you said, when you're on a pain yeah. pill, you it completely takes it away. So you'll go that extra mile and you'll overdo yourself and then you're twice as broken the next day. Like who, who mm -hmm. wants to be twice no. as broken when you can regulate, oh, okay, it's a little too much. Okay, I've got to back off a mm -hmm. little. Mm -hmm. yeah, Which it's, is also similar to what we do in meditation and what we do in practice yes. in yoga. We're not trying to escape from anything. No. We are sitting with the thing Correct. and we are embracing the thing. And being present. We are finding joy despite the thing. Yes, finding <laughs> gratitude. 
And you, and when you find that gratitude, you feel empowered, mm-hmm. and then you can fa- better face the challenges that you're not masking, that you're not pushing away. Yes. You have the strength to face it and deal with it. Yes. So uh, another thing I want to add, um, it definitely with CBD for people who might be a little cautious about THC or you know aren't ready to mm-hmm. make the full jump, uh, CBD is definitely a good way to start and it is legal. You can buy it at a local natural food store. I would definitely get a higher quality one that's actually regulated, not just your regular. Again, you want to read the label. Right. Don't go to your regular vape you wanna, shop, guys. You want to ask questions. Yes, but it's, uh, it's good for pain relief, relaxation. Um, it actually targets directly to the endocannabinoid receptors and it actually helps to reduce inflammation. It has been proven to help with depression, anxiety. Uh, One that I actually found interesting was psychosis. I actually didn't know that. I'm gonna look farther into that, but that has been done in studies to help. CBD helps with that. They've also found that it helps to reduce um, related symptoms in PTSD, like nightmares. It actually has been shown to reduce nightmares in that Uh, CBD can also be good for cancer patients for nausea and vomiting vomiting pain guys I'm stumbling and of course uh, CBD the main thing is seizures I think that was you know the number one thing it was originally approved through the FDA was seizures and and there's been studies for you know like HD their receptors are overactivated I mean that's what's happening you know Mm -hmm. your your whole body is overactivating with all of these roadways and all these chemicals being released the CBD allows those receptors to calm it allows them to relax to not release all of this that you don't need like which is so beneficial for our children that are mm -hmm. some kids who are in need of certain medications to feel calm and then they're overdosing on these medications or you know can't live without them right or giving them uh, stimulants to right. do the opposite when, when, right. when if you if because i understand about dyslexia i, I understand about these things um, i'm back from from my <laughs> you know uh, from, from my own personal experience and what needs to be done for a dyslexic brain because your brain processes uh, information differently correct and so as your brain it, it is your the receptors in your brain are trying to click on the the right pathway right so that you can have a cognitive understanding correct and um and they're of, not of whatever they're... and so if you're t- taking a medication that's going to like affect that in a way that is not natural uh, your your brain is going to become more frenetic, mm-hmm. and you're not going to be able to make that connection to actually understand and comprehend. Whereas, mm-hmm. from my understanding, with a uh, CBD derivative of some sort, it actually can it calms calm your brain and so that you can have that. Res- There's actually been studies done. Yes. You know. Um, I guess controversial. This was like years ago, a study that um, that my son had shared with me, uh, probably ten or twelve years ago, about children being given a cookie 
with a little CBD in it at the beginning of school, and they were able to get off all other medications just because it calmed them to a place to where they could actually learn. Right. Well, Angel was prescribed it. She went through um, a process of being diagnosed with ESES, which was a form of like sleep time seizures, and it showed up for a little while on her sleep studies, and uh, her doctor at the time wanted to try her on a, a blend of this synthetic form of CBD and Valium. So oh that didn't that end up being me. a good combination for her. We tried it in the hospital and she ended up being like a zombie mm -hmm. in class. Um, but since that day, moving forward with all of her issues with Prader-Willi syndrome, I am so interested in you know, kids' versions of this stuff mm -hmm. that, like, when you just mentioned psychosis, like, I am scared to death that she's going to have those types of issues as she gets older because right. it's prevalent in this disease, mm -hmm. and nice. um, I want to prevent that for her. Like, I want right. to have stuff in hand, ready to go, like, let's try this. Right, so already um, done the research, already have the background, yes. so, okay, that's happening, well, then we're going to go this we're way. ready, yeah. yeah, and just, you know, she has meltdowns at times, and if there's something out there that can help, that her body is already adapted to receive, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you yes. know, yes. why not, let's try yes. this, and make Agreed. it the best. Agreed. Agreed. You brought up um, synthetic, you, we've mentioned it a couple of times uh, today, uh, we didn't, this was not one of our pre-approved questions, but I do want to know what you know about that, about so, synthetics, and explain that to uh, us. Synthetic CBD and THC to me is going to be the same as synthetic anything. Synthetic, okay. You know, it's being made usually with a petroleum jelly mm -hmm. um, or which an oil or a fossil fuel, which yeah. is not only bad for our environment, but also bad for mm -hmm. our bodies. Yeah. And there's usually a byproduct or a waste that can't be used. Seek and they, another product, people. Yes. And, jelly. Yes. They'll, <laughs> and they'll try to take these excess products that they make out of these synthetic products and do other things with them. They, they don't ever want to have leftover they can't use. I mean, a lot of our... Our sugars, our aspartame comes from, oh, what is this? Oh, we could put it in this and, you know. It's an experiment. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it works. That's great. Let's do that. And mm -hmm. so I just, I don't know. I don't think you can get to the real plant. I don't think you can get close enough. I think when you're creating something in a lab, it's, you know, you're, you're messing with God's plan God's it's gonna be uh, fortified right <laughs> um you're not getting you're not getting what you actually need I don't think you're getting what you need from nature mm -hmm. I just I personally if you're trying to get the health benefits out of it I, I don't and once again we're not knocking anybody no. that has to take medication for any no, reason no, or anything science-based you know that we we know that science is is evolving and we yes. appreciate you know, the people like the doctors, I mean, you were, I don't know if you want to share, I know it's not an infomercial for this particular doctor, yeah, right. but, yeah, but um, he seemed like he was evolved in his thinking enough yeah. that like, hey, my clients are coming to me and saying that this is helping them, so I want to get involved in this thing that's helping them. Yeah, yeah. Right. the doctor I went to, um, he, and I don't know how much to share because I don't, you know, about... I mean, I'm sure yeah. he wouldn't mind. I mean, it's out there, but you can find out for yourself if you Google a doctor in Crestview that is yeah, a provider. Definitely uh, just Googling. But, but he, 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 was, he found a commonality in the patients that he was treating is that they would come to him, and these were people with cancer, and they 
over a period of time, patients came to him and would say, oh, I'm, I'm off my, I, I, can, I was able to stop taking this pain medication. I was able to stop taking this, uh, this medicine for my nausea. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and, and, and the commonality in all these different patients was uh, cannabis. Cannabis. And um, so he was like, wait a minute, you know, I'm, I need to look into this. If it walks so like a when, duck and quacks like when, a duck. Yeah, and when, and when uh, the shutdown happened and, all, you know, everybody was at home, he just started doing research on it and found out all these benefits and said, hey, this is something I want to provide and have an opportunity for my patients mm-hmm. to take advantage. And as a doctor, <laughs> I'm going to, he evolved into thinking mm-hmm. more than just, you know, traditional right. uh, options right. that are accepted right. in society and, 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 and really is um, been a proponent to make it a mainstream option for people. So... Which it should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad that we're talking about it. I'm glad that it's you know it's getting more mainstream. Um, you know you can find it in your grandma's cabinet. You can find it in you know your cousins, your sister, your mom. Well, I have to tell you when I when I lived in Arizona, uh, my son's girlfriend at the time, uh, her her uh, grandparents were Hispanic, and mm-hmm. they lived in a section of uh, Phoenix um, that was primarily. Um, Hispanic community, mm-hmm. and uh, and this was before it was legal, you know, anywhere. Right. Right. Uh, but but uh, this young girl's grandmother would send the grandfather down to the corner to buy marijuana, right. and she would cook it and do whatever she needed to do to make it to a cream to put on her feet. Yes. And um, so I was in the process of going through my original injury and surgeries and all, and this was very intriguing to me that there was something out there that could help alleviate this pain. With that just reminded me, to be able to activate the THC, you have to set it on fire in some way. So you have to have heat, it has to either Mm be um, oven, flame, some kind of heat actually activates the molecule for you to in, inhale it mm-hmm. or eat it or for it to actually work. If you were just to take the flour and rub it on you or swallow the flour, you're not going to get anything out of it. Interesting. So, Good to know. Yeah, to add that. I'm like, all these little things were jumping all over. Did you yeah. have reservations about sharing this today? Like, well, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Um, I've actually, this has been a long time coming. I've been wanting to be pretty open with it just because I know it like gets, and I'm going to cry again. Um, I know it helps like I'm literally like the poster child for this helps like I you were talking about the zombie state with um, your little one when I was on depression medication I was okay like nothing was bad but nothing was good you could have slipped my arm and I would have been like oh look it's bleeding like I would have had no reaction there there was no there was no there was nothing there was it was just completely monotone just straight across yeah. the board and that's not me like you know I like to be both I like to I have was on the medication once because I kept having migraines just constantly mm-hmm. and they would like bounce back migraines after I was getting over one and yeah and I was put on a medication that um that made me just dull 
No. Right. And I'm a crier. I'm a free crier as well. Yeah. And I did not. It doesn't the, feel I was on that medication for a little over a year, and I did not cry. I didn't get excited about anything. Mm-hmm. I just, I lost my personality. So how did it feel coming off of it? I, I, it was like, I'm back when I finally got off of that medication. It's like, I didn't, I almost didn't recognize it at uh-huh. the time, you know, because uh, I'm living my life and I'm raising right. kids and I'm right. doing things. And then once, um, and, and the doctor did not want me to stop taking it. It would right. not even help me wean off of it. So I called a friend who's a nurse and I said, tell me how to get off of this medication. Not that we promote that. And she, exactly, <laughs> not, no, not, but not, if your not doctor is not listening to you. Yes. But, um, yes, if your doctor's not I, listening, You know, always. I was trying to seek knowledge from a person mm-hmm. of, that knew and she helped me get off of it. Right. And I got, my, I came back. Right. You know? Which that's what we're supposed so. to do. We're supposed to communicate with each other. You know, it's supposed to be a tribe. We're supposed yeah. to. We, you know, you shouldn't have to go all the time up to the doctor or up to the scientist mm-hmm. or up to that specialist. Yeah. You, know, you should be able to go into your community and, hey, I'm having this issue. Have you had this issue before? Can we relate? What did you do? Instead of starting at zero one. I think if I would have had somebody that talked about it because of course I was embarrassed about poop problems you know no woman wants to talk about poop problems um, well I think that gas is the universal <laughs> kind of joke from God to 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 trigger our sense of humor because it doesn't matter it. if you can speak the same language if someone toots everybody laughs especially I, in your it's yeah. so, so, it is it is it's the gift it brings the gift of laughter I agree. which is also healing I don't laugh healer, when my son so. does it and well, of course, yes. Crop dust, you? Not funny. No. Well, the male species has been known to take advantage of that. (laughs) Yes, they do. (laughs) Instrument in the behind. Full advantage, yes. No, but I am very, very just in awe and grateful for you sharing your experience because, like I said, I didn't know. I I knew my grandmother had colon cancer, you know, when she had it in other places, and then it ended up spreading Mm -hmm. to her colon. So I have been around... Uh, someone with a colostomy bag and she she was the most modest woman I had ever known in my life I mean she was Mormon you know she had wore the undergarments and everything but right. she suddenly had these issues modesty kind of goes out the window yeah it doesn't you exist be modest and have you know no when you wake up at two in the morning and your bags burst all over the back of your partner's bed or his yeah. back in the bed mm-hmm. which has happened and he has been a saint because it's just like oh great Okay, well, wake up. I've got to clean, you know, crap everything. off of everything now. Yeah. yeah, it's um, it's a, I don't want to say humbling, but it's definitely yeah. a life-changing well, experience. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, because you, like you said, you went through all these different versions of yourself, mm-hmm. and, you know, that was a pretty shitty one. <laughs> <for all>. Literally, <laughs> literally, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there, um, and I had a lot of, um, teaching experiences I had a lot of nurses in the hospital that had never seen one never dealt with one didn't even know what it was and so they would ask can we come in when you change it can we look at it and I was like yeah you know come in how else are you gonna learn like of course come come look at it come touch it come do whatever you want you know because you can't feel it whenever they pull it through your stomach and they make the um you know the little the little guy that comes out on the outside, um, it's it's your intestine, and there's actually no nerve endings, so you can't even like feel anything. Wow. It's really weird. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird sensation. Well, you know, and you said 
humbling or not humbling. It makes you vulnerable. And, and when you are like even vulnerable in your relationships, that's only gonna bring you closer together. Yes. So sometimes life gives us avenues <laughs> to, um, to bring us to the place and it can actually enhance our relationships because we are in a more authentic place. Yes. And, uh, and, and when you have health issues and you have to depend on other people, it is very humbling and it is um, just, it's a, it's a gift even though you, you didn't really want it to yeah. come to you in that way, it um, but, it, but it, it does, it, it, it pushes you in, in a direction that maybe you didn't know that you even needed to go in to. I agree. So, I, I would yeah. not be sitting there. Yeah. Like there, I would have had no reason. I feel like for yoga, I would have went completely. I think I would have continued selling, and you know, worked eighty hours a week, yeah. and probably missed out on my family and lived a completely different life. Yeah. So I'm and, and I'm gone grateful. down a different health path mm -hmm. because that would not have been. Oh no, I think what mentally you for your body, I'd have been so. unstable mentally if I yeah. would have went down that path so, personally. Yeah. So I'm 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 grateful for it. it well, speaking of mentally, what um, just as we wrap up here, unless there's yeah. something else you have to share no. about that. I think nothing. I'm um, going. I uh, tell us, you know, what you do. You've you've mentioned that you have joy in your life now. What what do you do to help? Because I find personally, I have to remind myself to stay grounded in. Yeah. with what works for me right. so that I can be open for joy. So what, what is it that um, so does it for you? I've just, I think in the last year, kind of figured out what my joy was. Mm -hmm. I don't think until recently I really knew that I, I like being alone. I, di I didn't realize that. I, I definitely like my alone time. Um, I find that alone time in the morning. Mm -hmm. I'm an early bird. I wake up at like 3 o'clock. Yes, 3 a.m. You go to bed early. I do. I, I'm in bed by eight o'clock, so I have yeah. plenty of plenty of time to sleep. I mean, I don't ever get the full amount of rest just because of the colon issue or the non-colon issues. Um, I do have to use the bathroom multiple times throughout the night. Not a big deal. I've worked around it, but um, I like that peace and quiet in the morning. That that time between three and five when literally the world is just like calm like even the animals are calm the bugs are calm there's just there's nothing and it's it's just kind of my time and I'll, I'll get in front of my altar and I'll pull my cards and I'll drink my tea and bless my tea and have a whole like moment with myself before anything ever starts mm -hmm. that's become like my peace my saving grace that's become my, my happy spot a practice lately. that really Yes. Benefits and seeds. Yeah, you. that's and then water. I, I've I've realized lately. I mean, I always knew I liked water, but here lately, it's like if I can just be in the water twenty four seven, I'm happy. I'm good. I'm nice not, that you live on a lake now. Yeah, it works <laughs> exactly. Beautiful. So space. those are those are my happy spots at the moment. The water and my peace. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Well, um, we kind of ask all of the people that we've spoken to yeah. just. Um, Kind of what they want for Crestview, what they want for this area, and we've covered, you know, a lot of information today um, that can really enhance people's life, health, etc. So, what what do you um, what are your hopes for Crestview? That people listen to this and find the knowledge and can accept it, so we all can just move forward. 
I um, Crestview's definitely growing. Um, when I first moved here, I was 15 and I moved to Holt. And I tried to kind of avoid it for some reason. I was like, no, there's so much better stuff everywhere else. And I think that the community here has started to grow Crestview and really make it something. I mean, you know, we're getting all these new businesses and all these new things to help with health. And I just, I, I really hope we stay on that track, mm -hmm. that, that healthy community track that seems to be what Crestview is going down. It's, do we have now two dispensaries in town? We do. We have Cetera and Fluent, both um, on the main drag, Freedom, Ferdin, Ferdin, Ferdin. Freedom. It should be Freedom. Ferdin. Kind of both in the new the area of the new shopping. Old Payless and Old Crystals is where they both are. And if somebody's listening to us, that is like, oh my God, they have two dispensaries. Like some communities, I'm sure have. Yeah. Right, yeah. a bunch. Yeah. We're a small but community. For, for Crestview, uh, it was controversial yes. when, when you know, um, it was announced that the that the first right. one was was going into Payless. It was very controversial, and now there's a second one, and mm -hmm. um, just the people in there could not have be, been They're nicer. So sweet. It's very. Um, there, there are definitely guidelines. You can't just walk in and shop around. There are guidelines. Right. You would need to have an ID. You have to have an ID. <laughs> you have to. Uh, I'm sure you can ask questions. Go in and ask questions, mm -hmm. but you're not going to get back. You get into the main room where everything is. Correct. And everything is very um, regulated and monitored and. Um, Yes. Very professional, very informative. You're not walking um, into the back of a trap house. No, you're no, walking no, into no. almost you, as a doctor's office. Everything's you know, very you're not, you're not clean. going to street corner, and I didn't know anything like no, 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 community. You know, like, but it, it but just any community. <laughs> right. But that just happens to be. I where think I everybody's live. been there. Yeah. Somebody they got right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but but you know, it, it's it's not that. It mm -hmm. is it is just. It's professional. Um, it's very professional. It, it, it they explain all the science behind mm -hmm. everything to you. You're not nothing is pushed on you. You are you are free to gather this information and. Um, yeah. It is a Make an it, it is a res yes. resource that is um, no matter what your current thoughts are of cannabis use. It is a resource in our community that is helping hundreds of people, people live yes. a better quality of life. Yes. So before you judge, do your research yes. and find out what the benefits are. And if you have no use for it, that is fine. Just right. please do not criticize mm -hmm. the what we've discovered has been beneficial right. for us. The actual facts that you know and work. If someone wanted to contact you, do you mind? No, I was actually going to say that. If okay. yeah, no, I'm mm -hmm. completely okay with somebody contacting me. I know there are people who don't have people they can talk to, mm -hmm. and the dispensaries can talk to, but there yeah. are certain things they can't discuss. And you can't get in there. It. I mean, Correct. I don't know how they much can't pull it out. I don't know how much information you can get without having a card, and then you go to a doctor, you may not get right all the, the same. information that you need. So I'm open. 
So I would love. Tell us how they can reach. Um, I'm on Instagram. It's going to be uh, Miss M I S S Gina Marie. G. And I always read it as Missing Mary in my nah. head. I don't know why, but I just recently figured it out. It but if you, if you put in Misty Peterson, Pete, I don't know if that'll pop, pop up. I don't know okay. if it will. So okay. uh, Miss Gina Marie 007. Uh, you should be able to find me on Facebook and Instagram. You're more than welcome to message me if you have questions. If you know you don't know somebody or have somebody, come you to can... her beauty class on yes. Saturday. Saturday morning at nine or Monday at seven forty-five at the moment. That will be changing. A.M. Yes, I'm, I'm an early bird. Um, and yeah, I would love to help anybody who would have questions or you know need someone to talk to or speak to. That would definitely be a goal of mine. My goal would honestly. For Crestview and, you and me, I would love to, If once it becomes recreational or even if there's a way, if anybody knows, please contact me, uh, a way to introduce this with people into yoga. That's my, like, mm-hmm. That's your vision. my vision. Yes. Um, on the lake. No, but that is. Um, yeah. So I actually live on a lake, and I, we're probably running out of time, but a little bit, tidbit. But yes, on, on, on the lake, I, I would like to be able to help people heal, help people realize certain traumas, help people just to connect when they're not connected uh, through this. Because I think it allows you, when used in the right way, to connect to yourself. And it definitely adds to yoga. Uh, I normally am medicated when I yoga, and it's a whole nother practice for me. So, And it's not for everybody, but for me, it, it definitely works. And, and that's, you know... To just to again reemphasize, this is for you to, as the listeners, to to um, just be open-minded mm-hmm. to see what could possibly help you if you're right. struggling with any of the things that we've talked about today. Yes. Well, and just to play devil's advocate, it hasn't always been my thing, and Missy knows personally <laughs> that when I have tried. It has the opposite effect for me, and I don't know exactly what that means, or you know, I just haven't done enough research. Body chemistry, and it could be like you had the what the sativa, and right. you needed the right. indica right. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Could yes. have been, so, you know, just it, too much. The balance anxiety. of the THC with the CBD and your circumstances. Yeah. Right. Last, last yeah. little tidbit note: if it didn't work the first time, try again. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it change, definitely. Change well, it's just like maybe. it's just like a doctor again. puts you on antibiotic and it doesn't work. They put yes. a different. They give you a different different one yes. so you know it's it's it, it, science is not it's not exact it's not exact in the right. fact that our bodies are made up of in in different levels of chemicals and hormones goes that back are react yeah it so. goes back to plants you don't water every plant the same it doesn't exactly. have the same sunlight yeah. it doesn't mm-hmm. have the same soil so. that it's the same with THC every person is going to react is going to have a different tolerance um, some aren't going to be able to do edibles. Some aren't going to be able to do topicals. Some mm-hmm. aren't going to be able to smoke. It's, mm-hmm. That's why it does come in so many different yeah. forms. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that everyone will agree that you have a passion. Yes. And that passion has driven you to seek knowledge. And thank you for sharing your knowledge oh, with us Thank today. you for having me. We love you. Definitely had a passion. Just so you all know, I had five pages of notes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Misty. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. May you feel empowered and full of gratitude. Until Until next time, when grateful hearts speak. speak.